0: Welcome, this is EIG, Milwaukee's Philanthropic Community, with your host, Jill Economo, on News Talk 1130 WISN.
1: Welcome to Milwaukee's Philanthropic Community, brought to you by Allen Becker Investment Group. I'm Jill Economo, your host, Director of Community Outreach, and we're coming to you from our brand new state-of-the-art recording studio in our Pewaukee office. We used to record at the iHeart Radio studio in Greenfield, but our studio and our office Well, it just works better for scheduling purposes. So now we record both our Money Sense show and our philanthropic show right here in our home office. In addition to the change in location, we're now airing every week on Sundays at 10 a.m. instead of every other week. And that means that we'll have the opportunity to talk to twice as many awesome people and nonprofits who are doing awesome things in our community in the way of philanthropy. So if you're looking for a place to use your passion, your talents, our show is a great way to get educated on options. My first guest today is doing awesome things in the community, and his name is Patrick Netesheim. He is the co-founder of Guitars for Vets. Welcome to the show today, Patrick.
2: Thank you, Jill, and thank you to Ellen Becker Investment Group for uh, hosting uh, this interview. I really
1: appreciate it. Absolutely. We're looking forward to learning more about about your passion and your mission. Uh, Statistics show that more soldiers have committed suicide since the Vietnam War than have actually died in battle. In fact, over 1.3 million veterans from the Iraq and Afghanistan wars struggle with physical and mental challenges, and 22 veterans commit suicide every day. Very sad statistics. Clinical trials have shown that the healing power of music helps soldiers cope. Guitars for Vets spreads the message of hope and healing of our military (coughs) veterans struggling with PTSD. So as co-founder, Patrick, how did you come up with this idea and, and what energizes you about your work?
2: Well, I didn't come up with the idea on my own, so I'll give you a little history to that. Back in 2006, a gentleman by the name of Dan Van Buskirk was referred to me for guitar lessons. I, was, I had been teaching guitar probably since I was about 16 years old, 30-some other jobs in between to try to support myself in the music industry, but it was always guitar teaching was a common thread. And Dan was referred to me and when Dan came in for his lessons. He said, you know, I've always wanted to play guitar, but because of this disability, I have post-traumatic stress disorder. As a result of his experience in combat in Vietnam, it was hard for him. He felt to control, um, the coordination aspects of, of mind to hand to finger to rhythm and, uh, Certainly, the anxiety and depression and other things that can come in with post-traumatic stress disorder erodes one's self-esteem, so it made it especially difficult for him to come forward and say, hey, I'm going to work on something where I might feel a little vulnerable at. And uh, Dan and I worked together. There was teamwork and camaraderie that came out of this. I learned a lot about Vietnam. He learned about what it was like to try to make it as a professional musician. Mm -hmm. We both gasped at each other's stories. (laughs) (laughs) And um, Dan suggested one day, and this would have been in spring of 2007, let's go to the VA here in Milwaukee and play for some of the men and women in spinal rehab. Was on our way down that I stopped at Cream City Music, which is in Brookfield, and the owner at the time, Joe Gallenbergers, uh, dad had served in the Korean War and had recently passed. And Joe said, "Well, here's two guitars for you guys to give away nice. when you come down wow. when you go down to the VA." Yeah. And ironically, well, not even ironically, more than obviously, when we gave these guitars away, we had to teach these gentlemen how to play the instruments they sure. both lit up like a holiday but if you don't know how to play that's just going to go into the closet or under the bed that's where the teaching began and Dan and I soon after that talked about what it was we're doing i said let's call it guitars for vets if you googled that at the time there was nothing on that and grabbed the url put together a board of directors uh, we became a nonprofit and it has grown incredibly since Dan of course became my co-founder.
1: And here you wow. are today. Yeah, affecting many people. I mean that statistic is staggering. 22 veterans committing suicide every day. You know, you're you're helping to change that statistic and and you know, making sure that there's an outlet uh, that that works for for the vets that are struggling Absolutely. with PTSD. Absolutely. I mean,
2: there is no way to quantify the lives that haven't been taken. Mm. We only know the ones who who have attempted or were successful. Uh, We can't prove that what Guitars for Vets does save lives. but Anecdotally and through testimonials, we hear this all the time. Somebody will look us right in the eye, this has saved my life. And I don't think we really have that power. People have to decide to save their own lives in many cases, but we're throwing them a life preserver. When they come to their lessons at the VA, then they're more likely to see their psychotherapist, they're more likely to see their doctor get their medication refilled, go to you know group counseling. Uh,
1: it has a domino effect,
2: it absolutely does. Yeah, and this yeah. one cascades upwards. It's great, they're visible and available, it gets them out absolutely. I mean, the music opens the heart, it's the connection, as we talked about before, to the higher power mm-hmm. and whatever that is that people define. In recovery, you need a higher power, and uh, if it begins with music, teamwork, and camaraderie, nobody shouldn't have to get well in in loneliness, and it's very difficult to do that. They need a village, a community around them, and guitar just happens to be the catalyst for that positive interaction
1: Mm -hmm. well that leads me to another question what what's your own relationship to music as more than just a form of entertainment
2: (laughs) well i see it as my sixth sense you know (laughs) um i i can remember when i was four or five years old uh when this will this will put a a date around me here there was a thing available at the time called giant tinker toys Ah, yeah yes big plastic Versions of Tinker Toys. I remember them well. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And I built myself a stage. And I remember I was listening to the Beatles. My, <laughs> my my brother got one of their albums. It was uh, the, the early Beatles. Love Me Do, you know, and <laughs> it's like, I want to do this. I want to be a rock star when I grow up. And I still say that. <laughs> Did you
1: have uh, moments of singing into your hairbrush in front of the mirror?
2: or? I was using a tinker toy <laughs> at the time because you could really you know, formulate that. The, the regular size tinker
1: toys. <laughs> so, so explain to us then how the program actually works.
2: Well, the program is pretty simple and hence the name Guitars for Vets. Most people understand it's military veterans, but we've but into a few, It says it's beautiful what you're doing for veterinarians. And oh. <laughs> oh, goodness. And, you know, I, I, I've i known some great veterinarians, and, and they deal with some tough stuff, too. They, but they and really it probably do. helps
1: the animals, too, I'm sure, right? <laughs> Most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> Cats are their own, have their own <laughs> mind, their own
2: species. But, um, so the way the program works is... A vet is referred to us by their health care giver at a VA medical center, community-based outreach center, or what they simply call a vet center. So the majority of our chapters now are within VA medical centers. However, we're branching out into universities and some of the what we call the atypical uh, locations. But once they're referred, uh, our um, VA liaison, we call it, or our chapter coordinator pairs, a student up with an instructor all of our instructors are volunteer and we have over 300 volunteer instructors throughout the u.s over 400 volunteers in general that that help us and then the student is given 10 one-hour lessons private lessons they get 12 weeks to to complete that because you know you got to give them some gimmies, you know <laughs> along the way and some go to all all 12 uh and they practice on a guitar that's donated by the community. So we do a lot of guitar drives, and if there's any folks out there listening to us mm-hmm. that has that guitar in the closet or under the bed, that maybe they just don't play anymore, but it's hard to just, you just don't want to take that to a thrift shop because there's an emotional attachment right, to it. Right. Guitars for Vets is a way to really pay that forward and make it know you're making a difference with that instrument. At the end of the 10 lessons, the veteran graduates. Graduation means they get a certificate of accomplishment, which, you know, that piece of paper can do a lot for one's self-esteem. Right. And they get a brand-new Yamaha FG800 guitar. So it's an acoustic guitar, solid top, really nice instrument. That's great. Uh, all of the accessories you'd need to enjoy the instrument, the, the bag for it, strings, <coughs> tuner, Hal Entered here in Milwaukee provides all the lesson books for us, um, the guitar stand, and so forth. So they get that bundle, which is probably a retail value of nearly $500. (laughs) (laughs) And um, then they're invited to come back to group lessons, which are ongoing. These do not end. This community that's being built is one of permanence.
1: Awesome. Nice. Well, we're going to learn a little bit more about that uh, after the break, but currently... Uh, Guitars for Vets operates more than 100 chapters in more than 40 states with the assistance of over 400 volunteers and dozens of ambassadors nationwide. So stay tuned to hear how Guitars for Vets ambassador and local musician Willie Porter feels about the organization and what he does to help the mission of bringing hope and healing. We'll be right back. Thanks
0: for tuning in. This is EIG, Milwaukee's philanthropic community. With your host, Jill Economo, on News Talk 1130 WISN.
1: Welcome back. I'm your host, Jill Economo, and I'm talking with Patrick Nettesheim, co-founder of Guitars for Vets. And we are actually joined uh, in the studio with our local artist and musician and Guitars for Vets ambassador, Willie Porter. So welcome to the show, Willie.
3: Thank you so much, Jill. A great pleasure to be here.
1: Happy to have you here. Thank you. It's our pleasure. So, Willie, what inspired you to get involved with Guitars for Vets?
3: Well, I have a deep respect for those who have served, and throughout my life, I've had a lot of friends who are vets. Um, I continue to have a lot of friends who are vets, and um, I'm inspired by the courage and sacrifice that they have made um, to defend this quality of life that I so enjoy. Mm -hmm. So,. Well said. Um, yeah. Well said. So I want to support them any way I can.
1: Awesome. Well, why do you think music is particularly powerful in terms of facilitating healing and connection?
3: I think there's something about playing a guitar, for, uh, to be specific, that is really wonderful. Because you, the way you hold the instrument, it resonates through your whole body when you play it. And um, you can play a thousand songs with three chords um, you don't need to be a great musician to play the guitar well and to communicate very profound emotional concepts and ideas. So as a songwriter, um, I found just great transference and, and, and great communication um, of things that mean so much to me um, through working with the instrument. Um, and I think to just be able to share that a little bit, to give that to somebody who's struggling with something in their life, Um, having taught songwriting at camps and so on. I've seen people go through great life transformations in the course of a weekend because they were able to express some loss in their life or something profound or write something for their life mate that they couldn't really say, um, something for their child. So to empower the voice of a veteran, who may be struggling to put into words the experience that they can't quantify, that's a beautiful thing to get involved with and try to empower. So, um, that's a little bit why I like being involved. Um, but music is such a universal language. Um, it doesn't really even know any sort of geographical or spiritual boundary.
1: Mm-hmm. And you had mentioned, uh, previously Patrick on how the You don't even have to have words, that you can just feel uh, the healing power just through the the music itself.
2: Yeah, absolutely, Jill. And I was just writing this down, listening to Willie talk. Music is like emotional telekinesis or telepathy. Mm. You can literally move things. You know, when somebody says, I'm really moved by that. Yes. You're changing something within them and their perception. Um, in in the way they're processing emotions. It's it's remarkable. And you're right, and I know uh, Willie will talk later about his world travels, but in, he's right on. Music is universal. And uh, it, it might go, you know, who knows? It goes beyond this planet or whatever if you watch The Close Encounters. It was the uh, <laughs> right. major chord. But <laughs> that's that's the idea of, uh, uh, of all this. And um, there's when you 're struggling with post traumatic stress it 's really difficult to talk about what happened to you without going into panic and without reproducing mm. a lot of those experiences because okay. you 're really starting to touch it again with music. you can bypass that um, you know higher brain function, so to speak. not that music isn 't but you 're going to a different area you 're not being so analytic you 're being more feeling based. Mm and you can let that come out in a safe way, but people still understand what you're talking about. And that common experience is, is, is felt by all in that same room.
1: And I, I watch musicians perform and you can so see it in the countenance in, you know, just the the way that they're swaying to the music or what you can just sense how Mm -hmm. they're feeling. I mean, it's just moving through, through them. Um, and it's, it's a nice thing to watch. I mean, you, you, whether there are words attached to it or not. It's just a sure. beautiful thing. But you had written a song, uh, Willie, about a veteran returning from service called hard place. Um, yes. Why did you feel it was important to write that song? Well, that song was
3: inspired, um, during, during the Bush Cheney years. And, um, there was, uh, a press declaration that was put forward that was, uh, to limit, um, the story being told of, uh, people that perished in the war in the East. So, they would not allow photographs of caskets returning to be shared, mm-hmm. and I was really offended by that, and I thought it was rather un-American for those who had made the, the ultimate sacrifice right. um, to not have their stories told and not have people back here account for that loss. Um, so I wrote the song, and it just crosses generations from you know World War II all the way to the present war in the East.
1: Mm. Well, so. it's a beautiful song. I've, Thank you. I've heard it. We played it in the office here. And we're actually going to play a little bit of it at the end of the segment. So stay tuned for that. Um, so, Patrick, what are some of the most positive gains that you've seen with this program, uh, personally and in terms of how it impacts the veteran community? <coughs> Absolutely.
2: There's quite a few. But I'd like to just comment on, on what Willie said there. Uh, what music does and what Guitars for Vets attempts to do as an organization is, you know, we talk about um, you know, we mentioned what happened to Bush and Cheney years. You know, there's a talk about reaching across the aisles. We work to eliminate the aisle with this because mm-hmm. as warriors are concerned and as, you know, we all bleed red. We all love America here. We Amen. have different ways of getting it to a uh, a better place than where, where it might be now. Um, but when you when you get folks all in the same room, and you're not discussing religion or politics. <laughs> we're all the same. Yeah, we're all the same. Yeah. And there's a lot of the bleed
1: yeah. the same as absolutely. You say. Yeah. yeah.
2: So so positive effects of it. That's one of them, right there. Uh, you know, we've we've got you know bleeding heart liberals and right wing nut jobs and everybody else in the same room. We love each other, and we find those common chords. So. Um, <clears throat> What we see a lot at, at one of the places we work here in Milwaukee at Zablocki VA in the domiciliary, folks come in there who are dealing with substance abuse, homelessness, and other things related to their traumas. And as they gain the self-esteem of knowing that they can play an E minor chord to a G chord, and now they're playing the riff from Smoke on the Water, and they're getting that immediate reinforcement from their instructor and the people around them, that builds that that self-respect, self-esteem, that feeling that I can do something, that's not the whole answer because PTSD and homelessness and all that is complicated, but I tell you, it's a very important part of setting that foundation upon which the other professionals can build.
1: Now we're going to take a short break, but before we do, we're going to play a a clip from Willie's song, "Hard Place. (music)
4: Far left is dog tag on the beach in the Philippines.
0: You're listening to EIG, Milwaukee's Philanthropic Community, with your host, Jill Economo, on News Talk 1130 WISN.
1: Welcome back to Milwaukee's Philanthropic Community, brought to you by Ellen Becker Investment Group. I'm your host, Jill Economo, and my guests today are Patrick Nettesheim, who is the co-founder of Guitars for Vets, and Willie Porter, local artist and musician and Guitars for Vets ambassador. Uh, Before the break, we played a short clip from Willie's song, Hard Place. And if our listeners want to hear more Willie, that was just a teaser for them. Uh, What can they do to to hear the whole thing?
3: Sure, they can go to WilliePorter.com. They can also go to Bandcamp and do a search of Willie Porter, and that song is there. Available Band Camp. Band Camp, and they can find it in high res. They can find it on Spotify. They can find it in all of those venues that provide music as awesome. a backdrop to your life.
1: I would encourage you to do that because it's really a beautiful, beautiful song, whether you're a vet or not. Thank um, you. It's a beautiful song. So, Patrick, what are some of your short and long-term goals for Guitars for Vets? Yeah, Patrick. Yeah, well, you know what?
2: <laughs> Just lay it on the line. Okay, Tell a us how it is. Here. <laughs> Do we have time here for all? Of- First of all, I want to say, Jill, I love your last name. It's like you've got a mo, and then those who are money conscious, there's econ <laughs> in there. It's, it's the economy. I know it's economa. So and all
1: like- I ever say is it rhymes with Geronimo. That's you know. Now I have another way. I of think, think today, about- today
2: they spared no expense. We got full on mo. <laughs>
1: No Econo here.
2: And as a past owner of
3: a Ford Econo line (laughs) and a deep lover of that van, it really does conjure images for me as well. So uh, it's nice. Oh, thank you. I'll thank my
1: husband for for that. Yes, yes. I'll thank my husband for that name. Stories.
2: (laughs) Wow. There are a lot, and every instructor who works for us has their share of them. I'll give you a couple here. Uh, we did a research study on guitars for vets in conjunction with the VA back in, started in 2010. I think we wrapped it in about 2012. It was a what they call a pilot study. That's to see if whatever you're doing makes enough sense and shows enough success to go hmm. into a merit study or a longer three- to four-year study to scientifically prove what you're doing works. Because even though we get these great testimonials and we see the... Wonderful effects of guitar surveys. There are people out there that want to see numbers, and I understand that. The the, the analytics. They part want of to it, see yeah. the metrics. Yeah. We we ran into a problem with a, a um, large philanthropic organization that wouldn't want didn't want to fund us because the woman who could pen the check said literally, "It sounds like all you got is really a a really good you know feel good organization."
1: Mm. <laughs> And I'm like, well,
2: that's yeah. what we're trying to do. Isn't yeah. that good enough? Yeah, that you feel better. There's some great medications out there. You know, when, when you're talking <laughs> chemotherapy or something that are very effective, uh-huh. but you don't feel good right? <laughs> during that. I mean, sure. So, I'd like to say we got both. However, I understand what she's looking for, and we're going to be moving on to a, a bigger study very soon. But during that study, that's where a lot of the stories come from because I worked with uh. men and women that had very severe cases of post-traumatic stress. I didn't know how much they were struggling because I was the instructor and I didn't need to know other than first-name basis or anything else about them and just see if the lessons and the human interaction along with those lessons learning guitar worked. Well, one day a gentleman came in for his lessons, and he would be in his mid-30s very, very angry, emotional, very upset. And he said, I don't know why the heck I got to come to this. You know, I, I thought I wanted to do this, but now I'm having second thoughts, you know, just strumming on this guitar. I mean, what good is that? And dropping all these racial slurs about folks in the Middle East and just just the dude was raw. He was very rageful. And um, in this pilot study, we gave them their new guitars right away rather than working with... the the donated guitar so we saw that and that you know piqued his interest a little bit and sat down with me and I I had him put his uh, second finger on the second fret of the fifth string third finger on the second fret of the fourth hold the pick 90 degree angle strum that thing straight across and it resonated that E minor chord that I mentioned before and he started to quiver and I thought this guy was just going to really you know I was going to say this on the air, you know, cause a problem. <laughs> yeah, he's going to have a moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did have a moment, but not the one I expected. Mm. He started to have tears in his eyes. Wow. He started. To, I mean, this guy was one tough Marine. And he looked at me and he goes, I'm going to tell you what I think about this program right now. And I still wasn't sure what was going to come. And he said, this is the first time I feel peace in mm-hmm. eight years. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. And... You know, it's just, it's funny. It gives me the shivers just talking about it still. And then he started singing. He would have a beautiful voice. And everybody thought he was whacked because he would sing in the elevator on his way out the door. But sometimes you just need that. What, is, what does Oprah call it? The aha moment. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. And you
3: also need permission, don't you? So like handing him the guitar, it's like this is a safe
2: place to do this. Right. You're, You're right on, Will. You totally get that. You should be an ambassador. <laughs> <laughs> and... and um, But it was because what we tell all of our volunteers, you got to be, you know, the instructors too, but all of our volunteers, we need to be on the same page. And PAGE is an acronym for patience, acceptance, gratitude, and empathy. Mm. That's what we all need.
1: You can apply that to every day. everybody. But somebody that was in
2: this guy's position needed that more than, than anyone that I knew at the time. And so I wasn't making judgments about his anger. I was made sure right I knew where the exits were. Um, <laughs> <and> <laughs> that was the thing, though. There was trust. There was empathy. There was compassion. Just, you know, at your own pace, go ahead. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it makes all the difference because they find that that light is within them. And if somebody's still breathing, that heart is beating. That light has not gone out.
1: Exactly. And if you, if you uh, make a difference for one person... I mean, that you can call it quits then even. I mean, you know, as long as you've made a difference for one person, obviously you've made a difference for many, many people. But, you know, knowing that you made such a difference for that one individual, I would think, is what keeps you going. You know, we talk about yes. short and long-term goals. Yes. Um, you know, what, w- w- what are your thoughts there?
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, short-term goal is the same as the long-term one. In this case, we keep growing. We are now at over a hundred chapters. We've given Fantastic. away more than thirty-five hundred brand new guitars. More, more than thirty-five thousand lessons. But if you think of it, thirty-five hundred vets help. That's that's great. I'm, and, and I'm 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 very blessed to be a part of this team that does this. However, there's twenty-five million vets in the United States. The government currently says 800,000 struggle with post-traumatic stress disorder. That's that's a, re- that's a conservative uh, estimate. Yeah. 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 So let's just say a million do, and out of that one million, you know, we'll work some numbers here. Five percent would be interested in getting involved in the guitars for vets. That's 50,000 people. We've mm-hmm. helped six percent, seven percent of them. Yeah. Seven percent. Uh, I don't like to distill it just to that, but it it gives people the scope of you know, over a hundred VA facilities in the United States. Mm. We have Guitar Servets now in Australia. We have two chapters wow, there. Okay. We get requests. You have a global reach. Yes, now. That's Requests awesome. from the UK, uh, mm. uh, um, all over. You know, Germany. You know, wherever we have troops. Uh, you know, and even allies like in the UK. Mm. So, the long-term goal, then, I guess, would be do what we're doing now, but go global with this thing. We're not inventing music therapy, and we're not music therapists. But certainly, we can argue that what they're doing is very helpful for them and and, as I like to say, it helps people find joy, which is is very medicinal in itself oh. mm-hmm. on yeah. their journey toward recovery absolutely and that's what segue to Willie here that's what he's doing with that song mm-hmm. it's 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 a Heavy song in the sense is that it touches you deeply emotionally. But there is joy in it and there is always hope. And there is beauty in being able to share that hmm. with others around you and to share that in your community. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Willie spreading the message of Guitars for Vets, as I said before, talking about blessings, that is truly one because wow. it enhances and enriches our mission to have people like Willie uh, out there... Um, well, you're going to talk about the Holy Land, so you know the the thirteenth apostle out there. You no, know, <laughs> oh, steady, doing the oh, easy does movement. it. <laughs> we
1: talked about in a previous interview how um, you know no one's pain is ever just left left out there. I mean, you you can use your pain to to make a change, whether that's internally for yourself or impacting other people as well. And so I think you guys are doing that really, really, really well. So how? For those listeners out there they are saying, okay, I know a vet or I have a vet in my family or I just want to align myself with your mission, Uh, how can other people help?
2: Guitarsforvets.org or .com. You can use F-O-R-4 or the number 4. You'll get to our website. It will show you how you donate. We need resources. We have the machine in place, all the logistics. We know how to do the teaching. We know how to recruit the volunteers. We need that rocket fuel and that comes through money and that comes through these guitars or other instruments too we can figure out a way to use it we can monetize them to buy more guitars this is a wonderful way to if you've got these things like i said you're emotionally attached to them you might feel guilty you're not playing it pay it forward we can take that guilt away you'll feel much better at the end of the day (laughs) by giving the guitars for vets and it's only 200 dollars to put a vet through the program
1: Wow, it's amazing. Awesome. Okay, and if you know of anybody who is an accomplished guitar player, uh, I have a friend down in Florida, George Pivich, who is an awesome guitar player. I'll share this with him as well, and he can volunteer time. Uh, and thank you. And, and you
2: know, one other thing, call eight five five. And I don't know the numbers, but I know the acronym G four V Hero. Eight five five G four V Hero. As I'm told, we have operators standing by. <laughs> <laughs> and that was my next question, contact
1: information, because we want to make sure people out there, as they're listening, if you're driving, you can probably just Google Guitars for Vets. Um, you have a Facebook page?
2: We have a Facebook page. It's very active, about 45 46,000 folks on it. Um, that's where you see all the action on social media there.
1: Okay. Well, thank you so much, Patrick Nettesheim, for sharing your passion with us today with Guitars for Vets. Um, there's so many wonderful nonprofit organizations uh, that we talk about and how we understand how important their volunteers are. So stay tuned to learn what else Willie is doing to use his time, talents, and treasures to impact others. And we will be right back.
0: Thanks for tuning in. This is EIG, Milwaukee's philanthropic community. With your host, Jill Economo, on News Talk 1130 WISN.
1: Welcome back to Milwaukee's Philanthropic Community, brought to you by the Ellenbecker Investment Group. I'm your host, Jill Economo, Director of Community Outreach. And I'm sitting here chatting with Willie Porter, local musician and volunteer extraordinaire. Mm. And actually, we've pe- we've uh, asked Patrick Nettesheim to uh, stick around and... Give us his two cents every once in a while here in this last section. He's a good chaperone. Yeah. (laughs) So I've said a number of times that when someone's gifts and talents are combined with their passion, magic happens. That's when the magic happens. And these people actually lead a very satisfying and fulfilling life. So why do you feel strongly about giving back to the community, Willie, in general as part of what you do and as a musician and an artist?
3: Well, I feel very fortunate to be someone who grew up where I did. And uh, to come from uh, where I came from in, the, in this part of the world. And I love the community I live in. And I see people in need every day. And so to participate, help out um, in some small way gives me a lot of uh, gratification.
1: And you're you're involved in a number of different things. Mm-hmm. I understand you volunteer time with an organization called the Advocates of Ozaki.
3: I do. What drew I, you to
1: that organization?
3: Well, I... Um, It came to my awareness that there was a great need for um, services for victims of sexual violence and domestic abuse um, on the North Shore where I grew up. And this organization has been providing those services as well as safe haven for those who are trying to find their way out of uh, abusive relationships. And so I had been doing um, some benefit shows up in Cedarburg, in that area, and um, a member of my family pointed out that this organization was doing incredible work. And I thought, well, let's align with them and um, see where this goes. And I think we're on our 13th or 14th year of mm-hmm. doing an annual concert for them, and we're well over raising $100,000 for them, which has just been an incredible partnership, and um, I've gotten a lot of good vitamins out of working with them.
1: Well, and it's a great example of using your gifts and your talents... To help someone else. Well, thank you. So that's that's wonderful. So so you do things on a local level and also on a global scale, right? We're trying so to. Yeah. Been to the Holy Land and I've been there. It's a beautiful place. Tell us about your experience there.
3: I went over with a group called Let Yourself Trust, and um, they partnered with the Amos Trust, two Christian aid organizations, and. Um, I was invited as a sort of a musical ambassador to travel through Israel and Palestine as a human rights observer. And, um, and also just to study, um, really the nature of how we create the other, um, how we create difference and how we look at difference between, uh, people that inhabit the same neighborhood that we live in. How is it that we come to see people differently? And so, uh, from a human rights perspective, um, it was a really profound journey to see um, what occupation looks like, to also understand the fears of both sides mm-hmm. and really look at it uh, while embracing the culture of both sides instead of um, looking at it from the standpoint of that's an adversary or this must be this way mm-hmm. because it, you know, it's been that way for a long time. So um, the rehumanization of the people that you see as different is a big mission for me. It's a big part of what my faith draws me to see and also um, how I would try to walk through the world.
1: And I, I think that's polit- uh, specifically right now applicable because of the political climate, you know, and the things that we do. It's always been an issue, but mm. I think maybe a little bit more sensitive now. Um,
3: I think Patrick touched on something earlier when we were discussing the song Hard Place and um, in my work with Guitars for Vets, Um, I've come in contact with a lot of veterans who come up and and say really wonderful things after the show. We're grateful that you're working with this organization and and thank you for your time. And it is truly an apolitical organization in that way. And I really see my my ability to work both uh, with this Christian Aid group – with Jerusalem Peace Builders, with some other organizations that I really love as an apolitical, mm-hmm. nonpolitical thing. Mm-hmm. It's just been a profound journey that way for me to try to commit to humans first.
4: Mm.
1: Well, and I think people are aware of the importance of being exposed to using our talents to impact others, like you talked about, but also others at, at a young age. So um, who are some of the artists and the musicians that you looked up to as a as a young person?
3: Oh, growing up, um, certainly I was drawn to the work of Neil Young and um, Crosby, Stills and Nash and um, and later, probably Bruce Coburn, who became, you know, probably the, the single most important um, artist for me, um, both as a musician, as a writer, as a thinker and as a, you know, sort of a, a humanitarian. So
1: so things other than their artistry are what inspired you or energized you.
3: Absolutely. How they walk through the world and, and saw the music as a vehicle to achieve other ends.
1: Well, and that that's uh, actually that was a real nice segue into the next question, because I'm, I'm wondering what can we do uh, as individuals and also as as business organizations to better support the arts as a vehicle for community uplift and positive impact?
3: I think go out to a live show, go and see in your local community what's happening um, Try to find the local newspaper that's writing about music. I think the majority of um, of people are looking at stuff that's not happening in their community anymore. They're looking on YouTube for bands and things like that. And I think there's so much music that is just beneath the surface of what we see in our towns. Um, go into a part of town that you're not comfortable being in and go see a show there. Go visit a church you've never been to. Mm-hmm. Go hear somebody else speak that you wouldn't normally um, go and hear. And get out of your comfort zone mm-hmm. and support the arts that way.
1: And uh, that just makes me think about how I initially heard you. I had seen that you were going to be doing the Christmas train. Uh, I was coming through oh. Heartland. And so I said, well, I knew I'm going to interview this individual. And Karen just adores you. And so I thought, oh, I'm going to go check this out. Never had done it before. Froze our patukis. actually. It was really, really cold that <laughs> Can night. Can you say that? I you know, yeah, I don't
2: know. if <laughs> I was just going to throw a flag yeah. at that too. <laughs> Thanks, when George Carlin said Patukas, he, oh, well, I just said it. Well, he got a $1 million. Yeah. Bleep, bleep, bleep. <laughs> he went to prison.
1: Well, we froze our backsides, and, uh, but Thank the you. music was wonderful. And so it was just a way for us to experience something in a different way. Mm. So very, very cool. Um, Patrick, do you have any other thoughts about that as far as, um, you know, what we can do to better support the arts?
2: Well, first of all, uh, you know, definitely go out and see Willie play and, and Carmen as uh. his, his uh, co-founder in Crime. There and in their performances, they are very touching, very entertaining. But um, thank you. Yeah, you know, go out and see local music. I mean, that, that's where it's at. And as far as guitars for vets is concerned, you don't have to get. Involved with guitars or vets just go to the VA and and Mm -hmm. sit down and talk to some of the vets that are there right Yeah, you know, there are some wonderful veterans organizations other than us. Uh, You know, the key is You know to support local music see a local band doesn't matter who it is Support our vets help a veteran help a veterans cause right on
1: and we talked about uh, in other shows too about the importance of intergenerational relationships and just understanding what somebody else went through, you know, how, uh, the youth today, uh, not all certainly, but many just have no desire to understand other generations. And by going to the VA, not only can they link w- up with someone from a different generation, but somebody who has experiences that our generation or, or the youth of today can possibly understand, hmm. you know, so for them to connect how great it would be for both individuals.
2: I think that's a great observation. And what we've seen, though, amongst combat veterans, even though the wars were different, the terrains were different, the weapons were somewhat different, mm. the effects and the experiences are so similar. Hmm. And we've got World War II vets that we still work with. And we've got, you know, men and women of in their 20s coming in. And this, they can sit down at the table and completely relate
1: to each other. Mm. That's amazing. It's, it it's awesome. It's a beautiful thing. Well... Before we leave, we got contact information on Guitars for Vets. Willie, if somebody wants to see your schedule?
3: Yes. They can just go onto my website, which is com, And, of course, Willie is spelt with a Y. Um, so please do visit that. I'm also on Face Crook and Insta- Insta- <laughs> InstaHam. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: like, God, I'm not keeping up with social media. <laughs> <Right. Crazy crook. laughs> yeah, insta him.
3: it's all out there.
1: FB and IG. That's okay, right, Tweaker. Know, just... <laughs> I
3: participate in all that social media stuff.
1: <laughs> well, thank you, guys. Thank you, Patrick Nettesheim, co-founder of Guitars for Vets, and Willie Porter, local musician and ambassador for Guitars for Vets, thank and you. community volunteer extraordinaire. Thank you both for sharing your passion and your talents to help others. If you'd like further information about the people or the organizations we talked to today, you can email me at jill at ellenbecker.com or call our office at 262-691-3200. And also, no worries if you've missed a show, you can visit our website at ellenbecker.com to listen to the podcast, or you can visit the News Talk 1130 website for the podcast as well. You can also tune in via the iHeartRadio app or just ask Alexa to play WISN AM 1130. So join us next Sunday morning at 10 a.m. to learn more about some great people and great organizations that are making a difference in our community. I encourage you to find one that will align with your passion and then share your talents and your treasures with them for maximum impact. Find a way to be a blessing and give a blessing.